1: Two light years a special light years happy birthday message to big
2: jim 21 same age as andy yeah. do, you, do you remember saying what you were doing on your 21st birthday by chance no comment um <laughs> do, where do I we, don't. Where, I don't. you know
1: what where do we, where do we think wiseman's spending the 21st birthday Is it, do you think uh, he's at, at beauty bar
2: on, on <laughs> Thursday? On a Wednesday night in the, in the mission. <laughs> I forget you're a mission guy. Uh, I, I, he's not on the bench anymore, so I feel bad. So maybe he's spending it at home with his boys or something, just relaxing and uh, having a couple brews. brews. Uh, happy birthday, James Wiseman. Uh, hopefully, uh, get healthy, man. Get healthy. Legally. Legally. Yeah, yeah. Well, now legally. Good for good for him. <laughs> get healthy, big guy.
1: Um, all right, let's get to it. Sorry, I just have to throw that out there. Yeah. Um,
2: All right, so Warriors. He seems like a rooftop bar kind of guy, though, by the way. He's definitely on Ted Show. But anyway.
1: You know what? For the callers later, let us know where in San Francisco. Actually, the in broader Bay Area, you think James Wiseman is spending his 21st
3: birthday.
1: (laughs) Let's get let's get to the business at hand. Obviously, Warriors lose to the Phoenix Suns, what was it, 108, 103? Yeah, something like that. Am I insane for walking away from this game and thinking if Steph's healthy, it's a five game series in the Warriors' favor. Whew. All right. Like I will back this take up. I'll go through the entire, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it, but <sighs> my biggest take from watching this game was I still have a lot of questions about this team, right? I don't know how I feel about them against the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm not concerned about the Phoenix Suns if they're fully healthy. Uh,
2: it, oh, okay, make your case. Make your case. I'm going to let
1: you keep All right, let, let, me, let me get cocky on it. Okay. Yeah, I'll start yeah. with
2: this. So, everyone who everyone's listening to the show,
1: watch the game. Uh, Jordan Poole, amazing. Phoenix Suns ploy at the end. We will break down the infuriating possession of Draymond getting a turnover and then. Uh, Jordan Poole pulling up from half court a little later in the show. <laughs> to me, I watch the Phoenix Suns and I just see a team who plays into the Warriors' strengths. They don't make the Warriors uncomfortable. They are a phenomenal team. They execute at what they do, um, but they don't. Nothing they do makes the Warriors second guess who they are. DeAndre Ayton does not make the Warriors uncomfortable. Chris Paul, they know. Devin Booker, one of the best scorers in the league, one of my favorite players to watch in the NBA. He does not force the Warriors to send three bodies or something. He doesn't force the Warriors to do the things that they have to do against like LeBron James or what teams do against Steph Curry. And Mikhail Bridges, great wing defender, but he's just one guy. I'm watching this whole thing. I don't think Phoenix can score on them at a clip they need to if Steph Curry's out there. And I, I just don't see them making the game uncomfortable for the Warriors. To, to, the best way I can make my case is if I juxtapose it to Memphis. Memphis makes the Warriors reconsider going small. Because they can rebound the ball so well. They're so physical that it makes the Warriors reconsider all the things they do. No one on the Warriors outside of a healthy Gary Payton Jr. can stay in front of John Morant. It makes them reconsider the things they do. Phoenix just executes well, but they don't make the Warriors schematically you know, reconsider anything. And when I see Draymond, Andre Godala engaged at that level... All I'm thinking is, if the Warriors are healthy and at their A game, they can handle Phoenix.
2: I agree with pretty much, I think, everything. I I think the one, my my big takeaway from this game is, yeah, you're right. That last piece you just said, we just saw Draymond engaged. And that was pretty scary, right? That was about as good as we see. That, That was early season Draymond is what that was. Uh, and when we that was see Christmas, that, yeah, that was, that was December Draymond right there. Exactly. I, you know, me and you were curious. It's not like we thought he couldn't do it again. We were curious whether he had that in him. Sam, it looks like to me that Draymond really doesn't, Is he's just not going to do it unless he has to. Uh, he's going to look at the Atlanta Hawks road game and just say, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just not going to show up. <laughs> Uh, Like, I I think that's what Draymond's doing because the guy that we saw tonight, he was the best defender that we've seen in in 10, 15 years, right? Like, that's who he was. And I think when that's the case, he pretty much erased the impact of someone like DeAndre Ayton, right? And he erased throughout the game kind of your Devin Booker's of the world. They're not giving those easy buckets that the Suns get because, like you said, they out-execute everyone. Now, I think part of this is, you know, Devin Booker was awful tonight. He's not always going to be the awful. I'm with you. They're never gonna need to double them, but Devin Booker's never gonna be that awful. On the other hand, Clay Thompson was disgusting, right? I think he missed as many shots as Devin Booker, so maybe that evens out a little bit. Um, I'm with you though. The one thing about Memphis is that they do remind me of OKC, right? Where they're just just faster, stronger, quicker.
1: They make you reconsider what you do.
2: Yeah, they're not better. Like they're not smarter. But they def, they're, definitely, uh, they're definitely larger, faster, quicker, everything. So and, and the warriors are, you know, instead of the warriors being 27, right, 27, 28 years old, where they can kind of uh, still get with the with OKC like they did, uh, now they're 30, plus, right now it's a lot harder to do that. And I think with Phoenix, they play at such slow pace. It's a Chris Paul team. It's a Chris, they're never going to try to run the warriors off the floor. And when that's the case, I think the warriors are okay with that. Chris Paul made some big plays down the stretch, but I think you and I are never really concerned. Right about. A I mean, ball. he's
1: he's like. Let's separate the two things. <laughs> I think Chris Ball is an excellent player. He does not strike fear into my heart. In terms no, of absolutely that. not. Like like the, the Warrior, they do need to be more engaged. They can't have dumb plays down the stretch to be the Chris Ball team. But it, you know it, it's capable. Um, I wanna I wanna bring this up to you. You brought up Devin Booker's not gonna be this bad every time against the Warriors. He was five for twenty-one tonight. Objectively, like, like he's a better player than that, right? The two other times he played against the Warriors this season, four for nine, but he only played half the he game, got hurt. so we, he got we don't hurt. know yep. what that means.
2: Christmas, five for nineteen. He he was coming off the hamstring. He had only played a okay. couple, so couple but, games. So you're
1: you're not reading anything into this. Oh
2: no no no! I am I am I I'm I am, I'm agreeing with you. I think he's not someone that the Warriors. I mean. You're saying it tonight. He's not someone that the Warriors are going to reconsider their defense on. I think it feels a little bit, a little bit like James Harden, right? Where it, he's not Kyrie, where Kyrie is someone the Warriors truly fear. I think he's on that James Harden level where it's like he's pretty freaking good. He's gonna get his buckets, but can you live with GP2 on him? Can you kind of double him and make him make mistakes? I think the Warriors can, and I think that's your point. I'm with you. He's gonna be better. He's gonna make some big shots, but. Yeah, he doesn't have that um, – he, he's like an old man game kind of guy, right? Like he's not exploding over the Warriors or anything like that. Um, he will be better, but I think the Warriors have the bodies for him. Uh, even someone like Wiggins I thought did a decent job against him tonight. Uh, it, it's really it's really the big thing for this team is they just make so many dumb plays, the, the Warriors do. And how and much think, of that was – and how much of that was Steph not being there?
1: How much of that was – I mean I feel yeah, like um, – want yeah, I want to yeah. push this one out there. The the closing offensive miscues oh boy. were definitely Steph related. Like that was a level of we don't know what to do in a single possession games without our guy. You know? So I don't I don't want to excuse it because they've had issues with it with Steph, but like that's what I was seeing down the stretch. I don't know if you saw something different. I, I-
2: Yes. Well, I mean, you can all that's always going to be true because Steph is the guy. I mean, look at look at the record without Steph. Right. Uh, but also we've seen I've just seen them make these dumb plays so much this season. I don't We have Marcus on yesterday and and he was kind of saying like, hey, as long as those three guys are out there, like great. But to me, it's like they've just made so many dumb plays down the stretch. And Steph has been part of that. I think that's a concern. The Suns have been the best crunch time team. Um, I think the Warriors down the stretch, they just need to find a way to be better, be better. Um, even with Steph, I th- I just think I mean I don't know right like we'll see what that actually looks like because if you have Steph and Jordan Poole out there, the shots are going to be wide open. <laughs> and tonight, I mean, by the end of the game, the, the Suns uh, the Suns have pretty much started dunking ta- all of that with Jordan Poole, right? So it was, can
1: we talk uh, a little Jordan Poole because like yeah. part of the reason part of the reason I'm optimistic about this game is I, well two things. One is I saw physically what I needed to see from Draymond Nigadala. Yep. Yeah. Number two was Steph didn't play and Phoenix was in a dogfight with you know a Jordan Poole led Warriors. So I'm watching this and I'm going, okay, if Draymond and Igadala are healthy and they get Steph back, that's it just it just feels very advantageous for the Warriors, even if they lose tonight, even though they fall to the four seed. We didn't even mention that at the top of the show. I oh apologize boy. to our listeners. I need to be more on top of it. The Warriors are officially the four-seed today. I mean, we got another week and a half, and we'll see how it plays out. Um, do you
2: feel – how do you feel about Jordan Poole right now? Let me let me take it that way. A, he had an off-ball play coming off the screen after a redirection where I thought, oh, holy shit, that's Steph Curry. Uh, and Draymond was essentially just looking for him. He comes off, and he just pops it. I think the thing with, with Jordan Poole I've always had a little issue with is he can't really shoot coming off the ball, but – I. That's changed in a season, which is incredible. Um, he's always seemed to me like an on-ball shooter type of guy, right? And Clay's kind of the opposite. But again, I think something like tonight has is just proving the point where you don't really got to worry about this guy in the postseason, right? He's going to come and he's going to get his buckets. He's going to be incredible. I think that's someone you're going to now 100% have to close with. We thought that he was oh, maybe, maybe not at this point. Second half of the season, he's closing every single game, uh, and so the question for me becomes: It's going to be Steph, Draymond, Clay, Jordan, Poole. Who do you put next to them? And I think for me, it's Andre Iguodala because of how he good tonight. How how good he looked tonight. Uh, and I think those are five. And you won't make any any mistakes offensively with that five. So, and well, and now think, you've got another and, guy. And,
1: and I think that's going to be the interesting thing because what I want to I want callers to call in on this. You name five players. There's three other players I know who will be in the postseason rotation. Looney. I trust Looney to do Looney things. Like, he's objectively an amazing rebounder, great positional defender, and he'll, you know, he'll put some things back on the offensive class. Um, Wiggins, it was an up-and-down night for him, but overall, yeah, I will um, live with yeah. this. Like, I thought he showed a lot of fight. You yep. know he's going to play in the rotation. And then GP2 – who hopefully it's not a serious injury. He's been think he's, he's battling he's been battling some stuff for like the last month really to be perfectly frank. Uh, but I know he's going to play in the playoffs. So now we're talking about eight players who are in the key rotation, and I, I can kind of ride with that. You know, like I'd like another big, honestly, like to be to be honest. But like I can ride with eight guys. I, I didn't even throw Otto out there. I was going to say. Doing- he didn't have a great game, but I think he'd be better tonight. Um, that's kind of where the Warriors are at right now. And I, I'm going to take this back to Jordan Poole. Dude just has cajones. I don't know how else to put it. Like, he's he uh, he's a necessary elixir to this team. He has the um, – he, he's willing to mix it up in a way that other guys won't. Like, I feel like getting hit Andre back with Poole back, it's like the perfect in
2: and yang. Right. Sam. Yeah. I mean, Andre, I hope he plays forever. I think he's done. I think he's going to retire. Um, he talked about the amount of injuries that he had. Uh, but Jesus, he's perfect for this team. Just the amount of mistakes that he, he takes off the plate. Jordan Poole tonight. Sam, the Suns have the best events in the NBA. They couldn't guard Jordan Poole. They had no chance. They had absolutely no chance. Chris Paul looked 38 years old <laughs> against Jordan Poole. 58 Years old. De- D book just countless
1: dumb penalties. You look like you and
2: me guarding sauce on the Warriors <laughs> Turning. It's just it's not happening. It, it wasn't. It was not happening. I mean, even Steph doesn't abuse CP3 like well, actually, I take that back. Steph abuses CP three. But like they couldn't touch not, not as not as saucy though. Not not <laughs> like
1: it's the in and out crossover that he does that's just like you're like, ooh, that is mean like you
2: know it's just yeah, Steph, he has a little he has a little Kyrie like he has okay, a little okay. Kyrie to his game where it's like holy shit like I just I, I don't know the Suns could not guard him and that was the only guy the Warriors had today that could dribble the basketball that's the only guy the Warriors have that could dribble the basketball this season besides Steph right it's, it's just those two guys and still the Suns could not guard him could not and I think when you put him next to Steph Curry Sam, they just they gotta figure out a way to play those guys together at maximum every game, whatever the amount is. They need to because the guys you know, I mean, on with those guys on the floor, this offense is is I mean, it's the, you guard it.
1: It's the most interesting. So if we if we assume Steph is coming back, which you and I both do, and it, and coming
2: back healthy too.
1: Yeah, it's it, I mean I don't really see the point in discussing. The alternate scenario because the alternate scenario is, their, is they lose first... in the first round. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so St- statistically, when they play Steph and Poole together, that is the best combination they have outside of Stefan Draymond. And when those three play together, they play like borderline dynasty level warriors, <laughs> plus minuses early and, in the season. And and that's the, that's gonna be the interesting thing because I'm watching, you know, Phoenix is a Look, I don't want to undersell them. They're a really good team, um, but I'm watching them and I'm sitting here going, the Warriors best is better than their best. It just is. And if the Warriors can get healthy, I feel pretty good about them against Phoenix. I do. And that's what, that was my main takeaway from watching this. And, and to your point, yeah, they got to figure out how to play pull and staff together and trust them. And I feel like that's probably a Steve Kerr question because I feel like when games get tight, he's gonna want to pull pool off the court
2: and ride defense. I, I swear to God, if that happens, I will I will punch a hole in my TV screen. You know, like <laughs> like those YouTube. I mean, it's not acceptable. Like our, middle of the season, I think you can make that argument when Jordan Poole was chucking up shots and shooting thirty two percent from three, maybe right. Uh, but right now, I mean, this guy we saw, and I think Clay Thompson, who shot you know one for thirty eight tonight, like that's someone that's that needs Steph back. Uh, the amount of bad shots that Clay has taken off the dribble is because nobody is getting him the ball, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go chuck up bad shots, and he can't make them." Right? And tonight's one of those nights, and I think
1: or, if or, you or, he, st- might, or he might make them, or he might that's, make them. That's the that's problem. He makes enough of them that he
2: thinks he should constantly take them. <laughs> well, we're used to it. I mean, we we'll live with it, but you'll live with it when it's next to Steph. And I think the prime example is we saw it at uh it, it against Milwaukee. Uh, draymond was out but you saw that game where milwaukee i don't know what they were thinking but they were doubling uh steph and just leaving Poole and clay wide open it's easy money i mean those guys are elite shooters right and that's just denver right remember the game against denver and they just left pool open every single time that's easy money and i think this team maybe isn't as good defensively although tonight they were fantastic because of draymond that's one of the reasons why we believe in this team again um but they're not going to be as good defensively, but they might be better offensively than those, th- that first championship team because of Jordan Poole. That's, that's, they need them out there 30-plus minutes a game in the postseason. They need him. One last thought on that
1: is if you play Steph, Poole, and Clay together, I think it's a little easier to play Draymond and Looney together mm. because they, they, if you're not going to send a double at Steph, I, I'll live with whatever shot Steph takes. Like if he isn't gonna dom if he isn't gonna dominate one on one, it's just like it's a one in ten night, right? But if you start sending doubles at Steph, now you got pool going, you got Clay getting open looks. I think it is given the roster, probably the best way to play him to have those five guys play together. You know, if you have Draymond and Looney together, that's probably the best coverage you can have to cover for the Steph Pool backcourt. And then and then you you have Andre to throw in there, you have GP two to throw in there. Um it's interesting. It, it it puts the Warriors if they can get healthy, which is honestly the biggest question right now. Like I feel cautiously optimistic and good about the roster going into the playoffs, but if they can get healthy, they might have the combinations to make it work.
2: Yep. I'm with you. And I I think there's there's still there's still missing kind of a concrete fifth guy at this point. Um, I think that makes it tough. But again, again, I think that the story of this game is you put Jordan Poole and you put Steph next to these three guys, and and that's the that's the beginnings of a uh, of a title contender. And and let's just sum it up. It's because
1: we saw Draymond healthy. It's because we saw yeah. Draymond all healthy. Yeah. yeah. And like. There is a fair counterpoint. Can they hold up for two months of playoffs? Yeah. But what I saw tonight alleviated some of my concerns that Draymond was, let's just say, more hurt than I thought he was. I don't know. I like I, he
2: looked. He looked like Draymond to me. Draymond. Draymond is not playing 100%. In, reg- in the regular season, in meaningless Wednesday games, if Steph ain't there, is apparently what we've learned. Or if the whole team isn't there, right? Like, he's just like, screw it. And we saw, actually, honestly, dude, we saw this in 2019, right? He got kicked yeah. out of, like, 18 games because he's just like, well, fuck, I'm the only guy here that's playing. Like, Screw it, I'm just going to get booted. But, you know, some of it's like, like, Draymond, come on. Like, you could be a little bit better at these other games. But, hey, if you got him playing like this against Phoenix, you've got him looking like that, then, you know, just... Just wait till the first round series against Utah. He's going to look incredible. And he hates Rudy Gobert. It's going to be even better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Poor Jazz.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
1: Alright, let's, let's, you want to get to the questions? Let's to get the to goos? the games. Yeah, let's get to the games. Dylan, what's
5: hey, up? Hey, boys, what's up? What's up,
1: brother? Hey, you know. Wednesday night. Ah, I am, uh, you know, not happy we lost, but obviously super happy to watch Jordan Poole drop almost 40, 40 points on those idiots. I'm, uh, I'm going to bake a cake the day that CP3 retires from the NBA. I hate that, <laughs> man, so much. Just the foul baiting, the... Yelling at everybody, even his teammates. Like, I just, I can't take it. But um, I did have one uh, serious question for y'all. So, do you think that Kaminga, you know, only paying what, five minutes or whatever, do you think that's an indicator that he's in the doghouse? Or do you think it's more that this was a playoff type game and Kerr's kind of showing us, like, hey, he's a rookie. He's, he's going to play five to 10 minutes depending on matchup and, and all that? Oh, that's a great question, Dylan. Appreciate you calling. I think it's a matchup thing. I think it's – I think Kuminga has, is ahead of schedule, but that does not mean he's ready to play Western Conference Finals. Sure.
2: Um, he was good on Christmas. Remember that, right? Um, But, yeah, this is, this is the smartest team in the NBA. I mean, shit, we're talking about Chris Paul, Bridges, right? Book, like, Jay is a smart player. Like, this is the smartest team in the NBA. You can't play a 19-year-old rookie. You just can't. Um, he's going to make mistakes. Uh, and when, when when kids like that make mistakes, I mean, shit, if I was Steve Krab, I'd pull him and he wouldn't come back in either. Like I I agree uh, with that type uh, of thing. And we love Kamingo. We think he's going to be amazing. But I think these type of games, you're almost thinking like, if you're going to put in a rookie, put in Moses Moody, right? <laughs> he's consist- more of a consistent shooter and doesn't really make mistakes offensively and defensively. So I, I think it's just what happens. I think with Steve, it's like throw him out there five minutes. If he plays well, leave him in. If he doesn't, he's done. I think that's, that's what happens.
6: Yeah,
1: I, I I I'm I'm with you here. Alright, keep moving. Ryan.
6: Hey, what's up? Uh love the Persian thing you put on Twitter earlier today. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh what's it called? Taking a line out of Bill Simmons book. Um Jordan Poole put his uh put his cojones on the table and told Devin Booker to just stare at them. He he went up to Devin Booker and he's like, Hello, Pierre, I'm here and he just went at <laughs> Booker the entire game and um I just feel like there's this subsect of Warriors fans that are worried about bigs in the playoffs. And when Draymond's locked in, no bigs going to beat us. It's just that simple. He erases bigs all by himself unless it's like Giannis. Yeah, unless it's Giannis, yeah. Giannis. That's it. Yeah. So I'm not worried about line up any of these teams, Utah, Denver, whatever. And also I have a take on Phoenix. They Remember that 15-16 Spurs team?
4: That mm. locked about
6: KC? That's the team that Phoenix reminds me of. Like, they're just going to play their style and their well-drilled machine, but they may ne- not necessarily have the highest peaks, and we match up really well against them. I think it could be their OKC to what – we could be what OKC was to San Antonio back in the day. Oh, I like that. Um, and that brings the conversation. Andy,
1: you and I were texting about this, and we haven't talked about it. But DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> <laughs> so – so yes. The reason I think Memphis is a harder matchup for the Warriors is Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson actually make the Warriors consider what they want to do. DeAndre Ayton, the sheer, like, I'm sorry, Draymond's better than him. Like, he's he's a more physical player than him. Did he make Draymond consider anything he was doing all night? (sighs) Like, all he was doing was taking – like eight footers and like he's kind of good at them to be fair but like at no point was he making the Warriors
2: reconsider anything they were doing he's also not elite defensively and uh he's not necessarily punishing the Warriors on the offensive rebounds every every, I think the Warriors actually out rebounded the Suns like there's just there's nothing about Aiden that says like shit we're gonna have to double him right? Like, that's not... that's have to get a second body on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. chance. No, I mean, no... Steven Adams punishes the Warriors on the offense. And now I think the Memphis they will probably keep Steven Adams off the floor in crunch time. I think they'll go JJ, Triple J at the five. And Triple J's, you know, he, he shoots a lot of threes, right? Uh, but that's kind of a problem, too. I, I just think... But JJJ's elite defensively, right? You can play him at the five, and he's elite. And I think with DeAndre like, I'm with you. He's not changing the game. He, he's not is not doing something where it's like, oh, no, no. Well, the Warriors are going to have to put Looney back in. <laughs> the, 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 the Warriors are going yeah, to have <laughs> it's to. It's, a, it's,
1: it's, not, it's not Giannis where you're like, oh, God. You know, like we got to put a nah. – we got to keep two bigs on the floor to keep
2: off the glass type of situation. <laughs> now, now, the one thing I will say is, you know – Uh, They could use a big to play in a lot of those Bielitsa minutes, who I thought was actually okay tonight. Like he's been okay for a few weeks now, but they could they could have used someone like you know think your Javale's, your Bismack. I don't know why I'm naming Suns bigs, Bismack Biambos. But you're just solid bigs. Get some boards, make a couple flip shots in the paint, right? Like they could use someone like that in the bench minutes, like 10 minutes a game. Like I think they could have done that, right? That'd be nice. But I mean, in, in when when the minutes really matter, what are we talking about, right? Like if it's two point game, five minutes left, Draymond's closing on the five like he did tonight. And that's that's as simple as that.
1: Yep. Jacob. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's going on?
3: Beautiful. You know, I've had some time to, to cool off. I was I was pretty upset because anytime I see the Warriors lose to Chris Paul, which hasn't <laughs> happened a ton over the years, um, but when it has happened, it doesn't make me a happy camper. But you know what? Overall, um you know we got to see i mean you guys covered it we got to see draymond be elite he's fine he's good as long as he stays healthy andre same deal he's elite um you know wiggins and clay couldn't hit the broadside of a barn but like i gotta think that those shots will start falling i think what was so frustrating and we've seen it since christmas the warriors are a losing team since christmas I literally have a losing record and a lot of that is missing draymond And Steph for, and and God knows who else for long stretches of time, we see these like late game kind of just weird uh, decisions. And I'm kind of I guess my question is like how what to what extent do you think Steve Kerr and the Warriors like just kind of try stuff in the regular season? Like you know that they (laughs) want to win this game, but you know how much because like that last that last play at the end, Cool is cooking. All you have to do is give the ball to Jordan Poole the way they were calling fouls, too, and just clear out and let him go get a bucket. And instead, you have Draymond doing whatever the hell that was. So that's all I got. I'm I'm encouraged overall. Just, you know, story of the last few months, just super, super frustrating. And I hope that we have a healthy roster because I do think a healthy Warriors team, I'll take it against any team in the league. Jacob, appreciate the call.
1: How much is the Warriors experimenting? Probably more than you and I want. Like that—that's <laughs> that's really like part of it is injuries. Part of it is Steve loves to experiment, but like that, thats
2: my my read on it. Uh, the Warriors do have a nasty habit of, of like, that last play. Just Draymond, just give the ball to Poole. Like stop it with the dribble handoff. You get to the hole, you're not finishing anyway. <laughs> So but, that's a, handle-
1: but, but that's kind of on Steve. Steve loves to get like uh, –
2: Both. Both. Right? To me, it's like just just, just get the ball to Jordan Poole. These guys haven't stopped him for 47 minutes, right? Same, but, with, was it, same with Steph. Like just, just go get you, the
1: ball you, and just you ISO. And, you and I both know. Like when when's the last time
2: Steve has called a 1-4 flat? Come on. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just like even the even the pick and roll. Like we've been asking for that, and the Warriors didn't matter when they had KD because it just who cares? They run anything, it'll work. But it's like we've always at like just run the pick and roll. Now they do it more actually. I mean, they do run a lot of Steph Clay pick and roll, and it works. They did today too. Clay bricked it, um, but I think it just just in that situation, it's just it's frustrating, right? It's just the the the, the Suns. They just CP3 is just gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna get a switch and I'm gonna blow by Otto Porter and I'm gonna lay it up easy. Right, And I think with the wars, it's like just You don't need the misdirection I mean, It reminds me, and I was tweeting this Reminds me of the Niners, right? Kyle Shanahan, fourth and one And they just do like a Trent Williams relax, Misdirection and the, they relax. just Full back dive, it goes nowhere It's like, come on, just give it Debo. Like I could have called it, not to say that these guys are dumb But it's like, it's not that hard Just give the ball to your best player, come on Yeah, relax, too soon next call. You're not Adam. even a Niners fan, it's not too soon for you
1: Relax, Adam, what's <laughs> going on, man?
7: Hey guys, uh I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a couple of key concepts here. Oh 115. the, the, the Warriors are virtually unbeatable when they score 115 this year. And so there's a lot of, a lot of talk about defense, but it's, it's score baby score. They just gotta, they just gotta, they just gotta, they just gotta, they just gotta put up, put up points like they did in kind of their historically great offensive seasons. And that's, I think that's the, that's the one thing that Phoenix can't, you know, that, that's where they're vulnerable with you. I've watched a couple of kind of games this, this past week against the Suns, um, namely against the Sixers and the, and the Timberwolves. And the thing that those teams didn't do is they just crumbled in crunch time because they only had two, two 20 point scores, tw- two scores that were, that were reliable in that game. And so Sixers Harden just, you know, just, he was terrible, you know, and, 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 In the in the Timberwolves game, uh, Russell just didn't show up. Um, So if you if you focus on the offense, you just you know run kind of baseline screens for you know with with Clay, Steph with Poole running point. I mean I think that that opens up uh, kind of another just level of offense that I think the Suns can't keep up with. If you look at their four games this year. Uh, you know, split the season series with, with the Suns, but you, you know, Steph played three of those four games, but, but really, if you look at, you know, the wins, they, they had reliable short scoring nights from three, four about, and the Suns just couldn't, couldn't keep up. Second thing, you got, you got to adjust the narrative. People have got, you know, Chris Paul has gotten people buying into point that he's still a point God, He's not. <laughs> he's thirty. He's thirty six, about to turn thirty seven. You know his his. He's, new a, he's a five be, ten. He's five ten, Draymond. I agree. He, the new nickname for him should be Wizard of Ra, or or like or <laughs> or basically uh, um, the illusionist, because people are buying in that his defense is still elite. It's not. Devin Booker is average on defense. You know oh, the yeah. narrative that he's yeah. on defense. He's yeah. not. They they got Mikhail they got Mikhail Bridges and 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 Aiden that are are you know elite. In, I don't even know Ayton, Ayton's Ayton's that Aiden is that Aiden is even that great against yeah the you know against
2: the Jay's falling off too. But they, they they're smart. They're just a really smart defense.
1: Adam, player. we appreciate you. Yeah, I mean honestly, the reason I think that Mikhail Bridges should be Defensive Player of the Year is because I think the other four guys are like.
2: Whatever. They're like, fine, right? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, he's not, he's, not he's kind
1: of he's kind of uh he's kind of making his case by just like carrying other guys. They're, they're like uh. Steph
2: Curry, like they're just smart defensive players, but Steph is small, but some of these guys are larger, so it's easier.
1: Anyway, yeah just keep, keep, it keep moving. moving. <laughs> oh, Meekus.
2: Meeks. Hey boys. What are you doing? Are
8: you uh I was closing my bar uh watching nice. the game and when Clay fouled Booker gave him, sent the line. I knew how the oh, game was. God. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's okay. It's okay. Because I've, I've come to a realization. I watched the Suns play the Bucs last year, and they crumbled. And it's because the basketball gods do not reward people who do not play with integrity <laughs> or respect for the sport. And Chris Paul, he will not be rewarded. If I see that midget do the fucking pull, the, the rip-through foul, every time he does the rip-through foul, I think about committing acts of domestic terror. And I'm not joking. He is the worst, most insufferable. Behind Luca, Trey, and James Harden, it's Chris Paul number four. And Chris Paul might be the most insufferable he's about He's number one. Because he's, he's not even that good anymore. He's not even that good. He does nothing <laughs> through three quarters. And then in the fourth, he makes like six points, and everybody calls him the best. He's not. And the basketball gods will not reward him. He could average 60 against us in the second round. Steph would average 61. That's just how it would go. Because the basketball gods will not reward this shameless, foul grifting it will not happen I'm not concerned about the Suns I want them we will beat them in five if Steph Curry plays there won't be any crunch time stats to worry about because there's never going to be any crunch time five point games we're going to beat them by 10 every game and I'm not concerned <laughs> to my greater point to my greater point Jordan Poole is going to be the reason we win the title this year and I'm not saying that lately. Jordan Poole is going to be the key and he, he's going to win finals MVP. they're going to give it to Jordan Poole because he's going to average 30. In the finals, and they're gonna say, here's here's your finals MVP Jordan Poole, great job. The Warriors dynasty. Back. I'm I'm ready for it. I was really I I, I I was proud of Wiggins. He had eight rebounds tonight. That's like probably the most he rebounds did. he's had all season. That was awesome. Poole had a great rebound in the fourth that got him a foul. He went. It was his ninth rebound. He got fouled, sent him to the line. I think he's hustling on defense. I think he's showing something. There's no way Steve Kerr's not playing him in the crunch time moments. And I guess I'll yeah. leave you with this question right now: How it's going? If it's game seven, final shot, and you're a team and you have to blitz Steph, Poole, and Clay, who, on if you're the opponents, who do you want taking an open three? Who are you hoping? Because I think right now, I think they would want Clay Thompson to be taking that open shot, not Jordan Poole Steph. <laughs> oh, I'm <Curry. man>. not. <laughs> That's my take. I don't know. I, Clay's, Clay's got to show me something. Maybe it's fixed with Steph, Clay, and Draymond all playing. The one game they did play together, I think Clay had like 37 against Milwaukee. But right now, there, I think yeah. it's Stephen Steph Jordan Pool's team. I'm thinking of like the Into the Spider Verse, big Spider Man, a little Spider Man.
9: You know, Andy <laughs> talked about it.
8: With, when Poole ran off that screen and hit that shot, I was like, this is this is a Steph Curry clone. He may not be Steph Curry yet, but give it five years, that boy's gonna be that boy's gonna be a top ten player in the league. Oh. I, I feel this in my bones. I feel it in my bones.
1: I love Thanks it. Thanks, guys. I'm I not worried. Suns
8: inch Suns in the second round. Let's get it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Yeah.
1: Mika, Mika's asking to come on stage, and I'm like, all right, let's see what you got. 10 Pre- 10.
2: Premium listeners get a get 10 a out of, yeah.
1: ten out of 10, ten out of ten. Oh um, man, I do feel like this is you know the Warriors lost tonight, but I do feel like this is a optimistic game. All, all I know is like just I just the energy level I saw tonight was infinitely different than Orlando. the The Orlando Atlanta losses made me consider just leaving the whole. <laughs> like that's just where i was at i was just like you know what we, we don't need this the money's not worth it it's just, it's just gonna it all.
2: i might just go become a And you know i'm just gonna go become an okc fan there's no expectations uh hey he did ask about that to, about, to, about to go hop on with some Poku. tree tra- tra- man tra- man's not bad he's pretty good he's got upside um uh, what was he? It was he asking he was asking, do teams want to see Clay or, or, or Jordan Poole? I'll tell you what, they don't want to see either of those guys shoot it. Clay, wide open, big shot. He's making it, man. We've seen it happen too many times. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned. I'm not so concerned about Clay Come shooting it. Come on. <laughs> they want Draymond shooting it, but we know Draymond's not going to shoot it. So really, they probably want Andrew Wiggins shooting it because Andrew Wickens might not pass it. <laughs> uh, the, the ball's, about
1: to, the ball's it. about to find Draymond's hands. Come on. <laughs> You know the deal. Uh, <laughs> to Kareemah.
4: Hey now, fellas. Um, Uh-oh. Okay, so I'm okay. I'm okay because I've calmed down since, and listening to everyone's call. But uh, I, I want to give a shout-out to Belly this game, okay? He was a plus five. I don't think he was getting a friendly whistle at all, but he was busting his butt. He was 100 percent from three point range. okay. And he he played. I I saw a different light in Belly's eyes in this game. He wanted it. He was confident. And so kudos to him for doing the dirty work. I love it. And yes, I want to not clay upside his head because it's like, dude, you know better. So you got to do better. All right. And my question, fast forward. How we come out against the Jazz, because the Jazz are coming off a huge loss after being up 25 against the Clippers. They're going to come in with, you know, like a bone to pick. Like, they got to get better because they're in the dumps. So if we come out with this same kind of energy, we will be okay. But what are your thoughts with the Jazz coming in to take a visit? And thanks for taking my call.
2: I feel, I feel better just listening to the call and Grima's and voice. I just I feel happier. Uh, <laughs> uh, after, after, it's a nice comparison to, to Mikas, just off the rails, my guy. Uh, who has the tiebreaker, Sam, between the Warriors and the Jazz? Did you know? Uh, it's, it's in the air.
1: It's, okay. uh, this game will determine who has the tiebreaker.
2: So, so it's a two-game swing, this game. It's a it's a two gamer is how important this this next game is. I, I find
1: Jolick, it. Joe like sending memos, letting them know what this will cost, you know, <laughs> internally, hosting, being the home seed versus the road seed. That's that's Chase Center. He can't just get John Mayer back, you know. <laughs>
2: <It's> just, <laughs> they've got oh, a they've got Toto
1: coming. It's uh, not the same. It's not the same, dude. It's like, I, dude, I have people. Texting me about John Mayer for oh, no Lord. reason other other than that the ads running all day.
2: Your so, body is one wonder- <laughs> you know. I got, I, <laughs> they've got two days off before Saturday when they play Utah. That's uh, that's bodes well. Bodes well.
1: I think yeah. I think it's also important if the Warriors win on Saturday, it's pretty much a lock that they're the they're either the three or the four seed. They're probably going to be the four seed. Um, so I, I think – because they're probably going to beat the Kings. Like, they need – if they win yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if they win on Saturday, it's basically a lock that they've got uh, home court in the first round. So yep. I think it matters. I think this it matters for this team. I think Draymond
2: it matters for. We know how he feels about Rudy Gobert. Friend of the show. Rudy, yep. Yep. Uh they need that win. I mean th- this game is it feels like a moral victory but the end of the day the Warriors lost. They they need they need a big win. It's been a while since, they, since they've had a big win and and uh I, just at this point it's like just 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 write down 28 points for Jordan Poole, right? And let's see if Clay shows up. Uh it's it's one of those
1: Hi. Let's get to the time.
10: Yo yo. How y'all What's doing? What's up, man? You know? How yeah, we good? Yeah, it was solid. Solid went good to see some fight. Um, I a, a while back you know, we had a conversation. There's two points I raised, and you guys kind of like questioned. Kind of was acting like I was a little bit of a madman. Number one was Wiggins shouldn't close, and I think we've all come to come to the. Uh, hopefully, Steve. Figures out that w- Wiggins shouldn't close. Uh, I've gone a little bit farther now. I don't think Wiggins should start. I think his, <laughs> wow. well not because he's like uh, awful or whatever, whatever. I'm not. I'm not into that. But Wiggins, his detriment, like he's a black hole offensively. Can't necessarily make. Or I'm not gonna say can't, but doesn't um, necessarily make the the timely snap passes he- that a Draymond that a uh, Iguodala does. So that kind of thing ends up hurting when it's Steph uh, Curry who needs just a half a second of space. But it doesn't matter as much off the bench. And I think his lack of handle and and just some of the deficiencies that he has won't be as impactful uh, negatively towards the team if he's on the bench uh, and then he can chuck. What if Clay comes off the bench? That's not happening. I just – I don't – Man, Clay. Cause I, I, cause I, cause
1: I feel like you Steph look, Clay, look, uh, pool. Thing let me de- let me deconstruct. I, I, feel like do- what doing this. I feel like what you're telling me is Clay and Wiggins should not play together because they do the same thing uh, at right. different levels, obviously. Like I, no one's. I'm not. I'm not saying Clay's as good as the. Or sorry, is Wiggins as good as Clay? But it's like the same thing. You, neither one of them are looking to uh, make their teammates better with their passing. They're looking to kind of feed off of everyone else. So let me, yeah. let me ask you that: What if what if Clay comes off the bench?
10: Uh, I still I see too many teams leaving Wiggins open. They're not doing that to play. Okay. Clay Clay a break 17 times in a row. They're not doing that. To play. I see it with Wiggins <laughs> too much. Like, and Wiggins was 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 a striper early in the season, but at the end of the day, it's like if you have to choose Steph. Pool Wiggins. It's so easy to choose Wiggins, and then we're honestly in a situation again and again and again where it's like Wiggins for three. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? there's gonna be <laughs> there's
2: there's a lot of uh 2016 NBA Finals. Harrison Barnes. All right, he's wide open. Oh, hey, he looks shook nice. out there. All right, there he goes again. So I, that's that's why I've been on. T- now you know t- I don't know how you bench Wiggins. Just just it's just. This late in the season, I don't think that's possible. I, I see the, I see why. I agree, uh, but I think it's easier to just not close with him. I think it's just, it's just you give me that shot with Andre. I, I don't know, like, you give me that shot with Andre. I trust Andre more, even though Andre shoots like thirty-two percent, thirty percent from three. Like I trust that he's gonna make the big one more. Hell, I trust Draymond. Eh, maybe I gotta. Slow well, here's down. the,
10: here's the play. Here's the play. One last thing. Here's the play. You, you bench him only in the finals for Andre. Because then it's like, ah, what are you really going to say to, like,
2: the guy who came off the bench, you know, like, right. when he was an all-star, right? Well, I mean, you know by, by, by,
1: that, by that point in the NBA Finals, anything Oh, you, goes, you right? have to make
2: anything Max goes. Kellerman so happy, yeah. <laughs> Equal ta- like, by that point, yeah, NBA, I'm with you. NBA Finals, anything goes. Like, kavan's not going to start. Uh, You know how how the Warriors are. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. It's a good point. I could see that.
1: Ty, I appreciate
2: you. That's a good call. Wiggins it's was a, good tonight. He wasn't great. He was, he was good.
1: what's up?
4: Hi, guys. go? Okay, so (laughs) when I saw that shot Pooh took, I was like, is this going to be Steph Curry 2016 uh, versus Oklahoma City in an overtime game? But clearly it wasn't even close. (laughs) But um, is it just me? Uh, The dream will look like he he lost about – I don't know, five pounds. Like, he must be on, like, James Harden um, diet or something.
2: (laughs) He just shows up. Oh, no, I thought she was going to keep going.
1: (laughs) No, that was, isn't that, like, kind of your point, though? I was, like, worried about him, and then
2: he looked.
3: He looked He looked, uh, He looked a little
2: better. By the way, I don't know if she finished with the call. If you, if you didn't finish, just call back yet. I, I feel bad cutting her off. But uh, he did really. He really pulled off the James Harden. He just lost ten pounds in a in a in a few days. What was he doing? Sauna? Drugs? <laughs> wow. Getting getting getting
1: the. Get the so we're gonna get through like two to three calls and then call. Okay. All right, let's well What's up, man?
5: Fellas, what's going on? Uh, Man, I actually feel weirdly confident after tonight, even though it was a loss. Uh, Igadala, man, like that guy just continues to bring value to this team. We basically gave him like the bubble gap LeBron had uh, to win the championship where they just took off like four months. Kerr just let him go for three months and was like, just come back close to playoff times. We'll make it work. And that got me thinking, like, have we ever seen, like maybe Kareem is the only guy I could think of, who is a guy that's like 36, 37, you know, up that has impacted a like potential championship team as much as Igadala can bring to the squad? Because I just I feel like Igadala is just like a vital part to our success. Again, the guy's like 38, and we thought he was done. Like I just I love what I see from Iggy. He's uh he's just the man, dude. And I weirdly enough I just think our roster is getting healthy at the right time and. I mean, this has been a very tough stretch for us, but just get Steph back to close to 100%, man. I think we got a chance, fellas. The Suns don't scare me. Like, they beat a Lakerless, less uh, you know, Anthony Davis without the Lakers. They beat Jamal Murray last year, who was out for the Nuggets. And then they went six games without Kawhi against the Clippers. Like, I'm actually more scared of the Grizzlies. I'm kind of with you, Sam. So, go Dubs, man. I know it was a tough loss, but... We're right there, man. I'm excited. Jordan Poole, man.
1: Who would have thought he'd be this freaking good? I'm stoked on Poole. Much love, guys. Go Dubs. Thanks, brother. Well, appreciate you as always. As, as it always goes, we want a good dollar. <laughs> Let's get to William.
11: Yo, can you guys hear me? We can hear you. What's up, man? Uh, there's We're at the point where there's no moral victories, but I just want to give Jordan Poole and Kavanaugh Lee, their flowers personally. One because Jordan Poole, although he missed most of his layups tonight, we we were just beg we were at the point where we were begging on like a, at the altar where Poole needs to start making layups, or he we would think that he will get out of the league. Now he's pretty much a Steph clone. It's it, it nearly brought a tear to my eye until Kerr decided to run a slipway play for Otto that didn't work. <laughs> so it's what it is. And pers- and we're at the point where I think the Denver game kind of taught us a lot about how the team should move forward in crunch time. Probably should have had the conversation a little bit earlier, but Clay and Paul probably needs to have a convo about okay. Clay, I know that you're trying to do what you can off the injury, but three dribbles or less. And you, other than that, just give it to Pull or Steph, and they'll make sure that you get easier shots. I, I think, I think
2: so. I, dis- well, I, I, dis- I disagree because I think Steph comes back and Wiggins isn't playing, like that solves the problem instantly. I just, it solves it instantly. Um, it's just, it, you're right, right? You can't, Sam, I think Sam mentioned you can kind of can't play Clay and Wiggins at the same time. It's not Clay and Poole, it's Clay and Wiggins where you got you got two guys that just don't pass the ball or don't know how to pass the ball. You put Steph in there, I think that's just, it's going to make it work, but you don't know if you can put Clay and Wiggins together with just Jordan Poole, right? Because Jordan Poole is not necessarily a pass first type of guy, but uh, it's now not, it's, not, score, it's so. not a. Yeah, it's not a pool or clay typically. I just I disagree. I think Clay's gonna play the three the rest of his career anyway. So it's is what it is. I mean he's he's the size of a three. Yeah, I and mean, he's the, the size, size of a four a... in today's NBA. Yeah. All right, we're gonna end it here. Chris, what's up, man? Hey guys, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, we can hear you. What's going on?
2: Man, somebody needs to slap Clay, man. I was so mad <laughs> when he fouled, though. When he fouled, I was like, What are you doing? Man? Every time he thinks he's to get beat. He fouls. And I and I thought that was on Kerr because
7: if you take Jordan Poole out, the best player on the court, you take Clay out and put JT in for defense. There's no egos here, man. Like, that pissed me off.
2: Shout out, JP. And um, that was just a bad play call at the end. Like, if that was a set play, then Otto should have slipped. I don't think it was. I think Draymond and Kerr, they was just – I don't know what they drawing up. That should have been an iso pull, pick and roll with Draymond, create something for open shooter or get to the cup easy call uh, yeah thanks
1: appreciate you Chris I I do agree like if, if we want to get into the minutiae of it I do think they probably should just clear out for pull in those situations like it's, it's too much trying to like get an increment but whatever you know
2: I it just I but we've seen it for so long that's my concern we've just seen it for so long where they just pull this stuff and it's like well it's probably gonna be easier when they have steph clay and pull on the floor it's like you can't you just simply cannot guard all three guys like that's just just how it's gonna be so that's that's really the bright bright side of this game i think is two things right it's it's you 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 envision a Steph play pool trio it's unstoppable on offense and then if draymond gives a fuck, apparently he's still the the, the greatest defender of his generation that he was tonight so and go All right. Appreciate everyone who called in. See you next time.